Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I've been trying my best not to think about you, but you're stuck in my mind. I've been hypnotized by you. Hey, all the suffering and pain got me feeling so blue. Cause when it was us, I was never Got me thinking I was messed up Pushing me down instead of pulling me up So tell me what I'm supposed to do Just to be alright Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up, messed up Good afternoon, good evening, everyone. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media, and welcome to H&M Live. Uh, November 3rd, Wednesday here. been sitting behind the scenes talking to the man I got in the green room, and I can tell you right now it's going to be a fantastic conversation. So let's go ahead and get into it. Walter Strong III, ladies and gentlemen. He's an online coach. He's a video consultant, and he focuses on helping content creators broaden their reach impact and income through online video. He's also a purpose coach who helps men and women to find their passion and purpose in life. I I love that. Uh, And we're going to dive into that because I want to get some clarity in terms of how he delineates and differentiates between kind of his goals. He's got a YouTube show called The Huddle, which airs every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're definitely going to want to check that out. He's got some fantastic topics and some fantastic guests that I've seen him have on his show. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Walter Strong, how you living, brother? Good evening, sir. How we doing, man? I am humbled. I'm Watch out now. Be on HM. In live, Brother, we 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 in the building, right? We in the building. We we yes, got some sir. folks jumping in right here. Side hustle inspiration. Good to see you. Appreciate you, um, Walter. I tell you what, man. I, I want to be cognizant of your time because I know you've got some other things on the calendar tonight. You you're a very busy, man. But I gave kind of the elevator pitch. But if you can tell folks in your own words who it is that you are and what it is that you do appreciate the honor. Hey, I am, first of all, I am a servant of God. I'm, 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 I feel it's important to be a servant of God, a great husband, a faithful uh, father, and a devoted son. All those other titles just come along with it, with the, with the carriage. 
But yes, I am an online coach, video consultant, um, YouTube content entrepreneur. Um, the goal is to help uh, as many people who want to be in content creation to find their passion and purpose on YouTube as well as in life. And so YouTube is just the vehicle in which we use. Content creation is just the vehicle which we use, but we keep the brand consistent, the message consistent to make an impact, to uh, allow you to be able to have influence and grow your income through online video. I love that. I love that. Let's let's go into that because you, you touched on, again, some of what I talked about during the opening and kind of that differentiation between that online coach and the purpose coach. Talk to us a little bit about that that focus that you have and, and, and how you, you came about deciding that these were the things that I wanted to focus on and, and that I wanted to give back to society and to my community and things like that. Sure. Let, let's start with the, the, the latter first purpose coach. Uh, I'm a, a strong believer that if you don't understand the purpose of your life, if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, you're going to abuse um, yourself. You're going to abuse um, that what God has gifted you with. Mm. And so being a purpose coach or some would say life coach um, or destiny coach, however, whatever your title you want to use, but purpose coach is just speaking directly to you as the individual um, because you are an Apple Mac person. <laughs> I think what really resonates with you is you understand the brand, but you understand the purpose on which Apple has given you those tools to use. So okay. you're not going to use them or abuse them in a way that's not going to truly serve you as a content creator. I believe if you do have an issue with it, you know who to go to for that issue, which is Apple, the manufacturer. Right. Well, let me just put it out their way. You know, no offense, no disrespect to anyone's other faith or religion. Hey, I know the manufacturer is God almighty. So if Watch I want to understand what my purpose is, in life, I have to go back to the word of God, which some would say the basic in information before leaving earth. And the word of God is going to reveal to me or you or to those of you listening this evening is going to teach you and show you what your purpose is in life. And then it gives you. So purpose coach, I think, is the most important piece of yeah. the gifting that I have. The online coach part, because we're living now in a new media and age where it's it's even remote through live stream through virtual meetings, um, through um, different other tools of online. We're seeing more and more people are now getting into this businesses, faith based communities. Mm -hmm. They are all starting to gravitate what we do every week, whether it's Thursday or Saturday morning. So it's provided us now the opportunity to be a coach, an online coach to them on what it is to do online videos, live streaming, um, and just being able to help them to, to make effective content creation. So that's where online coach comes in. And then video consulting, I've been fortunate enough to work with uh, small businesses, faith-based communities in the churches, and one-on-one -on -one with individuals who want to learn how to better use video conferencing. Gotcha. Rather if it's Zoom, rather if it's Microsoft Teams, because a lot of people who are being interviewed today now they're no longer as much as face-to-face -face. they're virtual interviews and so a lot of individuals need that consulting that coaching on how to use video conferencing makes sense and I, I love the fact that you keep 
everything that you're doing seemingly in perspective, right? You, you understand that there's a greater power, there's a greater good. Yeah, what we're doing matters, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter as much as having that foundation, having that framework, knowing that you are a, a very spiritual man, a very, very man who's focused on the end goal and, and not mm-hmm. just some of these intermediary steps. So, I mean, I think that talks to your character as well. So clients and folks that engage with you should definitely know that and be aware that like you, you are a man of truth, man of faith, and, and a man who, you know, if, if you're going to sign on the dotted line for a contract or you ask Walter Strong to do something, it's, it's going to be done with the highest level of quality and, and consistency. So I, I, I've seen that in, in the shows that, that you've had and the streams that you've had. And the fact that you've brought on a lot of folks from different genres and different focuses as well. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, where how you reached out to some of those folks. I mean, you've talked to folks who have hundred thousand subscribers on their channels and, and they're either they're gamers, they're influencers in some type of form or fashion. They, they do technology reviews, they do photography, X, Y, and Z and all these different things. How are you making those connections? How are you making that, that network? How are you growing that network to, to, to quite frankly, have a relatively mm-hmm. young uh, digital presence, right? Your, your channel is still re- relatively sure. young. So I mean, you're reaching out there to, to some of the different echelons of folks. And I'd, I'd love to hear kind of your story on that. Sure. No, that's, that's a great question. And so what I've been honored and humbled to be able to do to reach out individuals like yourself or other individuals that over have a hundred thousand subscribers and over a billion views um, to be able to present a brand in the message that that gives them the platform to be able to shine. Mm. I believe the the power of collaboration and again, still being young in this, what I'm, I'm starting to see when individuals want to collaborate with someone, they approach it from the standpoint of, I want to grow my audience and what I get something out of it. And you're quite sure you've probably had those, those offers where someone invites you over to, to be on their platform, but you can kind of sense that it's, it's there's an uh, an agenda where it's 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 something in it for them and not so much for you and your audience. And so I said, you know what, especially as a new YouTuber and having a small channel, you can't approach people that way. You have to be able to present it in such a way where, hey, look, I want to provide a platform where you to shine. Oh, I, I see you have a new book. Great. I want to provide this platform where your book can be um, displayed. We can talk about it get people uh, get you in front of as many as people that we can. And so that way it's bringing value to you as the author, or it's bringing value to you as the content creator. And as a result now, um, the more you keep doing shows like that, um, then you have a track record where you can approach other individuals and they can consistently see that brand in that message. And then they have the, the, the replay to be able to say, oh, okay, mm. a lot of his interviews have always been to help someone to shine. Yeah. When I approached one particular established YouTuber, he was an author, a co-author of a book. And, and I said to him, quite frankly, I would like the opportunity to be able to put you in a light where your, your book can get more publicity. I know you have Amazon. I know you have multiple channels that you use, but I would like the opportunity to do that. And um, I, I have to give a shout out to Mr. Steve Worthy. Um, shout did, out to uh, Worthy. He, he did a, um, a video called Imposter Syndrome. Yep. 
And that resonated with me. And that gave me the courage to be able to come to that individual and say, can I interview? Because that inner battle in you says, there's no way they're going to say yes to me. I'm, I'm looking at my numbers. There's nothing that show, you know, and so I had to learn to overcome that imposter syndrome, put on the table what I, I could offer. And he surprisingly said yes, came on the show, and it just gave me instant credibility. And he, he left with me saying, not only did I come on your show because of your great pitch, I want to be a part of your journey and your story. So when your channel blows up Love that. to over 600, you know, 100,000 subscribers, yeah. I can look back on it and I can say I was there at the beginning. And the, and it's again about presenting uh, collaboration in a way of what you can get out of it. That's cool. You know, and I actually I asked that question. It was kind of a setup, right? Because I wanted to hear kind of something like that come from you, right? And, and essentially, what you're saying, and I'm gonna boil it down. You you said get out of your own way, yes. right? And, and instead of and, and really the content creating and the creation ecosystem, the folks that we engage with, the folks that we talk to. Regardless of the platform, right? Restream, StreamYard, Ecamm, BeLive, it, it doesn't matter what, what that piece is, but a lot of the communities are focused first and foremost on the community. There aren't a whole lot of people that are out there just out for me, me, me. It's, it's, all, it's mainly about we, and we're, mm-hmm. we're always pushing each other. We're, we're always focused on, you know, Walter, what can you do to, to get that much better. What can you do to get to level up just a little bit each and every time? And, and, and I've seen that again across a lot of the folks that I've talked to along this journey as well. So it's, mm-hmm. it's for some reason it's, it's innate in us as, as humans or, or whatever the case may be, but that we think we're not good enough to reach out to some of these folks who have already gone through some pieces of this journey and have already crossed over where, and yes. in fact, they they don't know us, so they don't know who to reach out to. We see them because we see them, you know, blowing up and having the high metrics and things of that nature. But they are they high percentage of folks who, or again, are in that quote unquote influencer or in that quote unquote established content creation strata are willing, wanting to work with folks as they come up through this journey. And it sounds like you're seeing kind of the same thing as you, as you embark on your on your journey. And and yes, definitely. But I also would add, especially when you you're part of a great community that that you're you're speaking about, I, I think it's also important to be able to, for me, part of my niche niche market and audience for my YouTube channel is to do interview collaborations. Mm. I think, and I, I got that from people like Don Lemon from CNN, watching how they interview, watching Joshua Johnson on MSNBC, other black men of color. Right. Because before we never really saw men of color to know how to do interview. It was primarily Oprah. Right. Mm. Oprah was able to at a, on the East coast at 4 PM, be able to become everyone's best friend. Yeah. And everyone would watch her, you know, people watch, not only do they do business with, but people watch who they like, they know, and they trust. Yep. And so when I begin to say, how can I take that same strategy and bring that as an interview co- uh, interview content uh, person, um, I felt it was like, okay, this is something that I have to present and make it make you shine as the person being interviewed. And um, as a result, you know, 
the results will be able to show other people will say they won't come. But but my point was I had to learn to cut my teeth. So I started doing that with family members. Okay. And one one particular family member said to me, he says, did you ever go to college to journalism or broadcasting? I said, no, I, as a matter of fact, I went on business administration. Yeah. He said, you clearly missed your major because <laughs> you needed to be in journal and blast. And I'm thinking he's blowing, blowing smoke, right? Just kind of stroking my ego. And he says, no, you have something here and you need to really work with it. But the imposter syndrome said to me, yeah, okay, cool. But then when that established YouTuber who I interviewed, several months ago said the same thing that my cut my family member said to me i said oh i heard that over a year and a half ago wow so sometimes you have to cut your teeth with family and friends and don't worry about views or don't worry about who's watching the live stream develop the skill develop your craft develop your brand and your message and when it's time for you to be put on broadway You'll be ready. You'll you'll be ready. I love it. I love see, and there there it is right there, right? In terms of more at bats, the better you'll be, right? And the more time you spend in, in, in batting practice, the more time you speed watching you spend watching film. I'm I'm doing all these sports analogies, right? So you can all, oh, all, all I love the, it. I love it. <laughs> I'm doing it for a purpose because I know you're a sports fan mm -hmm. too. But again, that that's why those professionals are professional and they do what they do and they make it look so seemingly easy because you're gonna fall down. And you, you you can get up either by yourself or you can get up with some assistance and hopefully you'll learn something. But the more times you are in front of a camera and something happens and it doesn't go the way you want it to go, the lights flicker and something doesn't happen, your stream drops. And, and I'm just using these content creation types of uh, examples as, as uh, because that's what we're talking about. How do you sure. bounce back from that? Right. And and how do you learn from that? How do you maybe do that pre live tech check to make sure you know, your system's been rebooted, you, your, your cache is clear, all of that stuff. You, you have no distractions going, no notifications. I mean, just those little things, those are those incremental uh, improvements in your production that raise that bar and raise that level. You know, along that path, I, the question that I wanted to ask you were um, a few best practices, right? And a few best practices okay. that, that you think that you can you can offer to folks looking to get into into content creation live streaming and and audio uh, creation as well podcasting right podcasting is incredibly sure. huge it's been for a long time and and having a new life now okay i think tip number one would be uh have clarity on what you're looking to accomplish to do have clarity on terms of what you you want your podcast show to be about have clarity about what you want your live stream to be about or have clarity about the platform, what you want to use to be about. And once you have clarity about that in terms of also who, in terms of who the audience you want to reach, have clarity about how you want to go about reaching them. Now you may not have all the skills and the abilities yet, but the clarity and it, and it ties always back, I believe to purpose. You, you hear a lot of people in the YouTube genre say, make your first crappy 100 videos and then through repetition, you get better. That's true. But if I never really have clarity on why I'm doing this, somewhere in the journey, you can get frustrated and then you're going to end up wanting to, to give up or you'll allow yourself to get burnt out and you'll walk away. So clarity would be tip number, um, number one. Tip number two would be 
have consistency. Just continue to be consistent in learning your craft. Um, using a sports analogy, going, I would go back to the late Kobe Bryant and how he talked about getting up at three, four in the morning. Right. And he just practiced. He practiced. He practiced. That, like you said, getting in front of the camera, getting confident, learning to do live streams and checking your audio and taking tips from, I remember, I think when I had the privilege of you being on and you raised a great tip about Wi-Fi versus being hard connected. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know that that played a major part in the stream, but to hear you say that, it then brought clarity to say, man, he, he's, he's on to something, and this is something I got to invest in and fix getting better at 1%. And I believe the the late, great Kobe Bryant thought the same way in terms of improving his game, where he talked about how he was being hard foul and it, it kind of prevented him from being able to get a shot. Well, what did he do? He, he practiced over and over being hard foul. Yeah. And to the point it allowed him to just to rise up and to drain a shot. And you got to do the same thing as a conscious clarity, consistency. And then, um, Tip number three, just have the courage to push oh, like past that. those tough times when you <laughs> want to want to quit. I love that. To have the courage to push through it. That 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 especially that last one goes back to the to the whole statement of get out of our own way, right? Have have that courage. Mm-hmm. There's no one is looking at you in a negative light. Honestly, there there is so much more encouragement. And and I I don't know if that's a blessing of this past fifteen or months or so, right? When the world had to stop. Right. We, we've become more cognizant and aware of our fellow human being and our fellow neighbor and, and more. Uh, even I've become more caring of folks. Right. Right. I mean, and again, I, I think it's because we, we, we now <laughs> I'm, I'm recording. I probably should be saying that. But, but you know, I, I, I got more sensitive, a little, little, little more. I'm going to say not soft, but a little, little more um, aware of the needs of, of folks around. And again, I'll say if there's any blessing of the 15 months that we had to stop and we had to pause and we had to yeah. really there was value in reaching out to your friend, your neighbor, your family and things like that just to check in and make sure that they were all right. And I think that whole mentality has reverberated into our professions and to our passion projects as well. I want to see Walter do good. Walter mm-hmm. wants to see Dana do well. I see, shout out to you, Dana. I see you in, in the stream here, man. That's, that's, that's a good dude too. Do, do you know uh, mm-hmm. Dana Lattery? Man, look, no, put a, I don't. Put a, I would love, love the privilege. I tell you what, put a fishing to, uh, pole in his hand. Um, okay, <laughs> that's that's a good man. But but you know those types right. of things, right? We we are, we're looking out for each other. We haven't physically met, right? You're mm-hmm. you're on the east coast. I'm on the west oh. coast. But we but we have okay. this engagement. And we have these interactions, and mm-hmm. and we've gotten close in terms of shooting for the same goal. Perf- not yes. not perfection, but greatness. Right. Yes. And, and we want to see each other succeed. We want to see each other thrive, either financially, either what, whatever the case may be, just growing your brand, growing your platform. But what I've heard from you, even in, in this conversation, has nothing really to do with you growing the brand, growing you financially. You're looking to grow your community. And, and, yes. and see that. And again, I'm, I'm being very meticulous and very specific about the questions that I'm asking and what I'm listening for. Mm-hmm. your your goals are set right in, in in my opinion right again you're you're not doing any of this for you you're doing it to to better the folks that you touch and you engage with right you're you're looking to grow your community and make sure that they're successful 
because then that reverberate reverberates it back and looks back on you and says, you know what, Walter Strong through his online coaching and his video coaching and his purpose coaching helped me get to this next level. So I wanted to give that shout out to you, man, just in terms of, again, the dialogue that we've been having thus far. And I know we've talked before, but just again, to hear it for folks that are listening and watching to, to, to catch that as well. Hopefully they, they understand what uh, Dr. Walter Strong is up to. So. Hey, hey, I'm just humbled and honored just to be able to <laughs> be an instrument to do it. You know, yeah. and I just, uh, what came to mind as you was listening, when you talked about the last 15 months, um, I guess, like you said, a crisis, any type of crisis, but this particular crisis that we went through in the last 15 months has provided many seeds of opportunity of growth mm. for mm. all of us. It's just a matter of our perspective of how we see the crisis. Love that. Yep. If, I, if I see the crisis as something where I can't recover from and, you know, look at most businesses, on, at least on the East Coast, and you could probably confirm on the West Coast, when businesses in the restaurant industry couldn't have the business that what they did, they were used to doing, they pivoted. They saw the crisis as an opportunity to say, we need to start doing more curbside business. Mm-hmm. We need to start doing more um, online business for deliveries. They pivoted. So they saw the crisis as a way to pivot their business. And so as content creators, rather podcasters, live streams, or doing online visiting video, we have to kind of look at our crisis and say, okay, I'm not getting the amount of views that I want. I'm not getting the, the amount of subscribers that I, th- this crisis now is giving me a seed of opportunity for growth. Okay. Wow. I, I haven't looked at my YouTube analytics in over a year. Ooh. Maybe I need to go into my YouTube anal- or your <laughs> podcasting analytics right. and look, and there's the, the opportunity for growth for you to change. Yeah. Cause if you, I mean, if you don't and you just continue to do the same thing and you think, you know, it, it may have been successful before in the past, but mm-hmm. what's good then may not be good now. And it, if you're even if you're doing it as a passion project or or a hobby side hustle whatever and and not as your primary occupation mm-hmm. you you just you got to know what's going on you know you got to know how many people are watching for how long where they're coming from where they're dropping off i mean i mean again just just these, these are the kinds of things that again bringing it back to a content creation journey but you 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 can you can put this into any field of study, any occupation as well. If, if you're not aware of the data, if you, you yes. know, there used to be a show on ESPN called numbers don't lie. Right. And, and if you don't look yes. at, if you don't know the numbers of what's going on, I don't know how you're going to, how you're going to improve and how you're going to get better and how you're going to make sure again, back to community, how you serve that community who may be paying you, you know, you actually, you know, maybe subscribing to you either through like Patreon or sponsorships or buy me a coffee, whatever those may be. Buy me but a co- it, right. You know, if, if folks are actually sending you 20 bucks a month or something, they want something specific from you. And if you stop giving that to them and you decide, you know, I want to go this direction because this is what I want to do. Then, then you may, may lose something and you may lose out on that blessing and you may lose out on some uh, your subscriber base, your fan base and, and your, your your community. And you don't know what what uh, you know why. So that that's right. a good point. Right. I like I like the fact that you brought that up. Let me let me ask you this again, going down these same paths. Um, mm-hmm. What's been the biggest hurdle, I guess, that you've had to overcome for your for your content creation journey? 
I think the the biggest hurdle that um, I'm still learning to overcome because there are times um, that I, I, you know, I believe sometimes a test has to be retaken over, especially if you score it low. So maybe you got 60% on the test and you got to go take the test again. You get take 70. So sometimes there are some tests or hurdles you have to retake. And so what I am learning is to learn how to be more patient with myself because my, my expectations of me wanting to see things blow up and, and, and to be, have these grand numbers of metrics of views and subscribers, those things will come in time. But sometimes um, I, I lose sight of that and I end up having a pity party and the pity party ends up lasting a lot longer than what it should. You know, Walter Bond, a motivational speaker says your, your pity party shouldn't be no more than three days. I believe my pity party shouldn't be more than one day. And so that's, that's one hurdle I'm, I'm learning to okay. overcome. Yeah. Okay. I, I I like that. Right. You know, like I say, you fall down, get back up. Uh, don't, don't, don't wallow in it. Right. Put some, rub some dirt on it. Man, I, I, I'm, I'm throwing, all, I'm throwing all these sports analogies. I mean, that's, that's an old baseball <laughs> analogy right there. Just, just rub some dirt oh, on yeah. and, and, and you'll be all right. Uh, Look, I, I got another question for you, but look, we keep yes, talking sir. sports. Talk to me about talk to me about your Knicks, the New York Knicks. Uh, first place right now, right for right yeah, now, sir. Uh, but right now, right now. <laughs> See, because I, I know that's a big part. I know that's a big part of your life as well. So yeah, right. Celebrate small successes, and you know what? Um, the Knicks are starting to understand that you need to have great management. Yeah to be able to be a successful team again. I think the Knicks really lost sight of that years and decades ago, and they didn't value the importance of great management. Um, I think shout out to your Los Angeles Lakers. Now see, Jerry, hold on. You don't, you don't, Jerry, you don't have Jerry, to do that. No, 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 but here's my thing. What, <laughs> what has made the Lakers such a story franchise? Successful management. Jerry West, mm-hmm. Mitch Kupchak. Those were the days yeah. where your Kobe's and your, and your Shaq's and you guys were winning. But when the Lakers got away from that, and I believe it was um, Jeannie uh, Buss' brother who was running the Lakers, clearly he yeah. wasn't the type of management that the Lakers needed, and it manifested in its product and on the court. The minute Jeannie said, I need to get Rob Lincoln here, I need to move the figurehead Mr. Popularity Magic Johnson out of the way and let Rob run the show, mm. you guys won again. And I think the Knicks are starting to see that. And having a coach like Tom Thibodeau, players now want to come to New York. And now in these small few games they've won, we're looking at first place. It's a long season, but the management is in place. Golden State is another example of having good management. And Taking that back to content cre- uh, as a content creation, co- being a solo content creator can only get us so far. There eventually c- comes a time where we need to link up with good management, good coaching from others. I, yeah. I can only be good as a coach unless I'm willing to let someone pour back into me. And that means taking a hit on our, my pride to do that, to be able to sit at your feet and say, well, I know you, you know, we talked offline about PC versus Mac. But here, let me really lay it out for you. When you look at the landscape of content creation, how Mac and Apple is playing a major role 
and content creators being successful rushing in the PC world. Yeah. I got to be willing to take that type of coaching from you. At, at least hear it, right? At, at least not yes. have that barrier and that wall up to not be open to differing views. And it, it, it's crazy. It's, it's almost like we're in the same wavelength because I was, that was the question that I told you behind the scenes that I was going to mm-hmm. throw to you. And I wanted to get the pivot from, the sports analogy into content creation, right? And, and how kind of, kind of that falls into our, our frame of focus as well. Wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, we, we got, we got, the, we got the queen in the building. I, am, I, am I, let me, which, which shirt am I wearing? Oh, I'm not wearing her shirt. How you doing? Miss Diana Gladney. I was just listening to your podcast last night. Let me make sure I'm talking about the right things here. I was watching her yes, working on yes. her book at like midnight last night. And for some reason I was up too. But uh, mm-hmm. let's get back into it. Let's, let's get focused. So, so again, sure. those big hurdles, right, that you've seen, that you've been able to overcome and mm-hmm. the fact that you, you've utilized your community, you've utilized just, again, being able to be receptive to information that, again, you, you've probably gone for many years down one particular path, but, but hearing varying views. Why is that so difficult, though, for folks to, again, get and I keep going back to this, getting out of our own way. Why is it so difficult okay. for folks to see someone who is being successful, someone who is actually trying to talk to us about how to progress and proceed and, and move forward ourselves? Why does it take so long for, for someone? I'll, I'll use me as an, as an example. Why would it take me so long to, to take that knowledge, take that insight, that information from you or from a Diana Gladney or for someone to say, you know, I need to implement that into my workflow, into my work stream, into what, what I'm doing as well. Why, why do we do that to ourselves? Why, why do we limit ourselves so much? Well, and I'll, I'll use a personal experience uh, of my own. When I used to be in the hip hop uh, industry as a rap artist, um, I was very passionate and wanting to be be a successful rap artist. End up making my first rap record, but I made the mistake like a lot of young rappers and R and B artists do. We don't read our contract, and so as a result, I lost the rights to my song because I failed to read my contract or get an attorney to help me read my contract. So now, because I've been burned, I carry that baggage on years on and now I'm presented and I meet someone like yourself or Miss Diana Gladney and she says hey look I I really you have a lot of great potential I want to work with you but because I got burned in the past that now is coming up and it's causing me to not pivot and not change because of my past mistakes that I made for myself and not reading a contract mm-hmm. and I'm I'm treating someone like you or Diana or someone else in the industry because of me being burned. And um, I think that's one particular reason. And and again, that's why I said, sometimes you, you have to take tests over because you just didn't score. Think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you have children and they bring a 70, you, you, you're not happy with that 70. You're like, I'm, I'm glad you got the 70, but now you need to get 85. Yeah. I'm glad you got 85 but I need now 95. Yeah. Or and, better. And, yeah. That's what we're in. And that's, I think what I, I really want to make sure that kind of conveys from this conversation, folks, we really are a community of folks looking to better each other. 
right? Uh, mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, it's about building each other up and, and each one standing on each other's shoulders and, uh, again, getting out of each other, getting out of your own way and mm-hmm. being receptive to constructive feedback, criticism, debate, if you, if you need to have that as well. And I mean, Walter, just, just watching your channel grow and watching again, the conversations that you've had with, with varying people of whatever levels of creation, again, either audio or video, whatever the case may be. It's been a great story to watch. It's been a great journey to see, and I know it's going to continue to grow uh, over, over the future. Let me ask you this though. What, what's next for you, yes. man? And you know, kind of where can people kind of stay in touch with you? And I've seen some folks have already subscribed to your channel here, but uh, what, what, what's next for, for the huddle? What's next for the huddle is uh, continuing to do the live streams and to be able to interview great individuals like yourself or um, I'll use, you know, Mama Eileen Smith or, 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 or Diana Gladney to be able to provide a platform for them so that they, they're, what they're doing can shine. I'm, I'm just the vehicle and the vessel that, ha- that does that. And, and I'm looking to get into to podcasting. And then finally, um, I think we've talked offline, developing an online course. Definitely. Uh, and I'm, I really de- develop an online course on the power of collaboration, mm-hmm. um, how you can grow and add value to someone else's audience, not your own audience. But, you know, and that's and I think that comes from the principle of Jesus. Um, if, I, if I can just take from a scripture standpoint, Jesus said, I didn't come to be ministered to. Hmm. I came so I can minister to others. And that's the principle that I try to live my life by. How can I add value to others? through the huddle and through my YouTube channel by adding value to you as a person that comes on and even my viewers who watch folks, you, you, you hear the, the content of the character of this man right here. And, you know, we, we breaking it down. Hopefully you, you soaked in some of the statements and some of the comments that, that we've brought out to uh, you. I want to be cognizant of your time because I know speaking of church, I I know you got to go get, get, uh, get to the sanctuary tonight and, and do some things for, for the pastor. But at the, at the end of the day, let me, let me ask you one thing. Cause you know, I'm a yes, technologist sir. by, by education and trade. And, and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what's your go-to piece of technology? What is it that you have in your toolbox in your arsenal that, that you take advantage of every single day, hardware, software, or service that you can share with us? Hmm. That's a great question. I guess my go-to technology is being able to, especially when you're starting out, master your smartphone or iPhone <laughs> or Android. You spend a thousand dollars for it, you might as well try to master it, right? <laughs> right, because it's amazing how our children. Mm. You put them as you always three. I have a nephew who's like four years old, and he's a master at the iPad. Which it seems like our children, but when we become adults, we get this 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 anti Apple thing. I hope I'm not stepping on anyone else's toe, but myself. But uh, as don't be adults, afraid we, of what happens in Infinite Loop, right? Don't be afraid right? of Apple, brother. You know, I gave him ten years right. of my life. Don't don't be afraid of it. Exactly, but master, you know, your smartphone mm-hmm. because we have it connected to us all the time. You True, know, at least here on the East Coast, and people are walking in the streets, not paying attention, and they're on their phone texting and stuff, driving. You know, master it in such a way where it can be able to bring revenue and income in for you. I love that. Right. Cause you, you're right. Right. A lot of us, 
I shouldn't, but yeah, we, we go before we close our eyes at bed, right? We got, we're looking at, at our phone. I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where I'm actually setting up my task for the next day, right? So okay. I've, I've tried, I'm trying to get to a conscious point where I have three tasks that I want to make sure that I accomplish early mm-hmm. in the day, the very next day. Um, I don't know if Diana is still listening. I know she was doing the Pomodoro uh, technique and method last night while she was writing her book. I'm more of the, the, the eat the frog type of type of person, which is another okay. productivity type of tool where tackle that big thing first early in the day okay. and, and knock that out. And then that's the big win and then work off of that. So I've got my three tasks that I try to make sure that I write down before I close my eyes for the night and tackle those early in the day. And, and again, I'm always on the phone writing down those notes where I'm talking into my watch to take down that dictation as well. And you use this technology that we have, right? I mean, no one uses their phone for making phone calls anymore. It's, it's all about taking pictures and taking video. So right. look, look at that, look at that application ecosystem and, and find some product productivity tools in there and, and take advantage of that and, and just level up your life a little bit. Right. Exactly. And, 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 and especially if you're a small YouTuber or a small video content creator who's trying to grow, mm. um, I had to really challenge myself and said, how much content am I consuming versus making? Wow. And most of the time I'm consuming content through this phone. I'm, I'm scrolling and I'm looking at it mm. and, and the content I'm, I'm instead of me watching and again, I want to give another shout out to Mr. Steve Worthy. I was sharing with him a problem that I had with trying to be able to find an editor. And I thought I found me a good one, but ultimately we, I realized we were not a good fit. And I was kind of discouraged about it because I was like, man, okay, my views are not in. He said, go look at Diana Gladney's channel. She has some, some vlogs on her journey of how she goes to hire the right people. Yeah. And so when I went to Detroit traveling, that's what I was watching. So if you're going to be on your phone, do it in such a way where it's bringing evil growth to you as a creator, or it's going to bring income to your business. That would be my go-to technology. I love it. I love it. And you, I have tagged you to be part of the digital collective forum that, that I've mentioned. And, you know, those are the types of things that I, I really want to focus on, right? Content creators, minority content creators and, and women content creators, right? Access to resources, access to information, having a community, having a place and a forum to dialogue. So I'm still tapping you on the shoulder to where we can have that, that, that conversation and start building out some of that collateral for, for folks. And again, primarily for everyone, but primarily focused on again, minorities and, and women because we're less represented and, and tend to, get in our way and, and, and not right. reach out for, for, for assistance and not reach out for help. Want to break down that stereotype, want to break down those barriers and those walls. So, uh, you know, listen, man, that being said, let, let's go ahead and get you to where you need to be. Walter, I appreciate you for taking the time, sir. It's been an amazing conversation. I'm, I'm glad folks were able to hear you, hear your story, uh, subscribe to your channel and, 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 You'll find out exactly what it is that you're doing. You're talking about. I'm gonna put the links to all of your social media locations. I've got your your Twitter feed, your YouTube channel, and your website as well. I'll make sure those are in the description after we publish this. But man, other than that, again, thank you very much for your time. And sir, be well. Take care of yourself, huh? You as well, uh, sir. Go next, Have a right? Great one. <laughs>
I see you trying to get me out there. And then three day, three games from now, we'll we'll be in third place. Just continue to to play Knicks. We'll say go Knicks when when we get some more games under our belt. All right, brother. Be good to yourself. We out. All right. God bless.